both windows, male Hispanic and a possible male black. Take a bulwark. I'm ready for the stop.
Yeah, I'm the tax man. 
Right FM. This is the Found Round Sound Show. Remember, one hour from now, it'll be watching movie with Spiegelman and Carl. So get ready. Also, remember to check out the other shows. Gates of Delirium Wednesday, 6 to 8. Bug House Square. Tuesday, 6 to 8. Claudia and the Loaf. Tuesdays, 8 to 10. Get that shit in your ear, man. seen a baby bouncing up and down in the crib in time to some music? When you think of it, some of that baby's first messages from his or her parents may have been lullabies, or at least the music of their speaking voices. All of us have had the experience of hearing a tune from childhood and having that melody evoke a memory or a feeling. The music we hear early on tends to stay with us all our lives. He's kissing. 
Solitude is different from loneliness, and it doesn't have to be a lonely kind of thing. Solitude is different from loneliness, and it doesn't have to be a lonely kind of thing. Solitude is different from loneliness, and it doesn't have to be a lonely kind of thing. Most of us, I believe, admire strength. It's something we tend to respect in others, desire for ourselves, and wish for our children. Sometimes, though, I wonder if we confuse strength with other words, like aggression and even violence. Real strength is neither male nor female, but it is quite simply, quite simply, one of the finest characteristics that any human being can possess.
and she held the little rabbit close in her arms and flew with him into the wood.
ridiculous house by the sea. The orders were fine, but I choked on my wine when I learned that the main course was me. was so very fond of small gherkins while she served the tea she ate 43 which pickled her internal workings <laughs> Pitchforks, Igor, Igor. What a swimmer is Dracula's daughter, but her pool looks more red than an otter. The blood stains the boat, but it's easy to float, cause blood is much thicker than water. Solitude is different from loneliness, and it doesn't have to be a lonely kind of thing.
it now they're gone. Yeah, I'll check out the movie. But it'll take a black one to move me. Folks, if you're listening live, this is uh, Carlito Santana. This is the Found Round Sound Show, Mutiny Radio. FM coming up is uh, like usual on every good Sundays. Watching a movie with Carl and Mike Spiegelman. and holes. Many intelligent black men seem to look uncivilized when on the screen. Like I guess I figure you to play some jigaboo on the plantation. What else can a nigga do? And black women in this profession, after playing a lawyer, out of the question. For what they played, and your mama is the perfect term. Even if now she got a perm. So let's make our own movies like Spike Lee. Cause the roles being offered don't strike me. There's nothing that the black man could use to earn. Burn Hollywood, burn. Wow. 
Distinguished guests, welcome to LWAFL MOIT. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with our distinctive guests, our hosts, Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Merry Christmas, Carl. Merry Christmas, Mike. It's Merry Christmas, Carl. Why are we saying Merry Christmas? I know it's February 27th, but Merry <laughs> Christmas. Okay. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, welcome, stinky guests, uh, LWAFL MOIT. Thank you, Mike, for having me once again. Uh, you, you, Carl, you did the theme song. You have an interview coming up. You yeah. researched this movie. Thank you for inviting me onto the show. <laughs> we do this show every Sunday at 2 p.m. here on mutinyradio.fm. We're streaming right now on mutinyradio.fm as we do every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then specifically, uh, 5 o'clock on the East Coast time. You could also... Don't have to stream us live. Uh, you can listen to our podcast drops every Sunday night. Uh, follow us by our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. Y T stands for YouTube. Uh, we're going to watch a full length movie on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie this week? Okay, this week we are watching The Funny Farm, nineteen eighty three. That's what you put in the search engine. The Funny Farm. Don't put in Funny Farm. No. The Funny Farm. Put in eighteen nineteen eighty three. We like the channel Crud Buddies. Right, because we are Crud Buddies ourselves. Yeah, who wouldn't yeah. like Crud Buddies? Who loves if you crud name buddies. the channel that, we're subscribing. Uh, you, you ever see uh, um, Black Sheep with Chris Farley and, and David Spade? Uh, yes, unfortunately, I saw that piece of crud. All right, so remember the scene where uh, this, this Opie sprays a fire extinguisher on David Spade? And yeah. Yeah. And uh, Chris Farley says, hey, why don't you jump in the pool and, and wash off all that white mud? And <laughs> David, <laughs> David Spade says, oh, I discovered white mud. I'm a millionaire. And Farley <laughs> goes, no, no, I said white crud, white crud. <laughs> all right. I thought I would start off our show with that. I love that all scene. Right. So, all right. Crud buddies. The spirit uh, of so, crud buddies. So, you know, uh, we have some instructions for you to do. But we also have a really exciting feature that gives you some time. So well, wait, you're gonna... tell them, tell them the instructions. Yeah, right. You oh, absolutely. Find... Yeah, absolutely. So we want you to go onto YouTube, search for the Funny Farm 1983. The, the. as Carl said, we need to get the the in there. You'll find the movie as hosted by Crud Buddies. Click the link, hit pause, move the timer to zero zero zero, and when we say go. Hit the play button. We'll all hit the play button. Now, right. we are not going to say go. We have a celebrity comedian to do our celebrity comedian countdown. Carl, yes. take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Donna Loy. Welcome, Donna. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You started at Scotty's. You took the comedy class there with Chip Ambrosio. You have blossomed to go on to so much more and become a real comedian. But why don't you just tell us about your launch a little bit? 
Okay. Well, I started at uh, Scotty's Comedy Cove School with Chip Ambrogio in June of – or uh, April of 2017. 2017. And you go for six – 2017, yeah. They go uh, for, I think, six weeks, and at the end of six weeks, you do your, your show for your friends and family that come to see you. And it was a great launching pad. Um, I got a lot of work right away out of the gate from Scotty's. Mm-hmm. and got to network with uh, some higher-level comics. How much in your original routine for that showcase remains today? Um, I'd say a good portion of it. Uh-huh. And I just keep – I'd say a good portion of it. Um, a lot of it's changed, obviously, and a lot of it I've, you know, swapped out for other things. But I just keep that particular act, and then I'll just layer in and layer in, and then – kind of be able to pick and choose when I go to a venue if I want to do this segment or that segment or use those or just pull them out of the hat as I need them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd say maybe, I'd say maybe 60%. Wow. Okay. That's uh, still a pretty healthy chunk, right? I think you got a yeah, good I like launch my, there. Uh, <laughs> I like telling yep. my own jokes. <laughs> Everybody does, right? I laugh at my own jokes. Yeah. So, um, you are I. You're down South Jersey. Is that fair to say? Do you think of it as South Jersey? Central Jersey. Central, Central Jersey. Central. But even though you're Jersey far away, Shore, Central Jersey. Jersey Shore. That is where. So even though you're far from us up here in the north, you still come up here. You know. I mean, you go further than Scotty's, right? If you've got a gig. Oh yeah. Sure. I've been Brooklyn and PA, New York, Atlantic City, wherever. Wherever the goods are, that's where you got to go. Yeah, I was going to mention, Brooklyn. you did the rooftop shows there during the pandemic, right? They were outside at La Brea Gardens, and then we moved indoors with the Brooklyn House of Comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did a lot of outdoor shows during the pandemic. I was lucky like that, restaurants, outdoor venues. Now, I was going to ask how the pandemic affected your comedy. You just went over, like, being outside, which was different, which was okay in the summer, right? How else have you been affected, you know, as a comedian, getting out there and doing your thing with this with this COVID, with this coronavirus crap? Yeah, coronavirus is terrible. Um, well, I, I, you know, I think like anybody else, I just have the ebbs and flows of, the moods that any comedian probably suffers from. Um, I try to uh, keep a balance and keep things in perspective. You know, comedy is something that brings joy to people. It brings joy to me. Um, obviously, like I had six shows booked this month, and I've already lost four of them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're experiencing, and everyone is experiencing that on different yeah. levels. Um, but you just have to keep it in perspective, you know, when it get when it's good, it'll be going again. And when it isn't, you just have to do other things like zoom to get creative. I've done a few zoom shows. I was just going to go there every week. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to go there and ask you about what do you think of zoom? I mean, it's better than nothing, but it's not the same, right? It's not the same. It's almost like performing in front of a mirror when you're practicing. <laughs> if you, anyone does that, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but And so it's a little strange because you're not getting the reactions that you would and that rapport with the audience. 
but it, you know, if you're getting paid to do 10 minutes and sit in your living room or bedroom, it's not so bad. Yeah. And it is yeah. a cool way to communicate. I'm, I do a weekly podcast every week with a bunch of comics that are all over Chicago and uh, New York and PA. And it's kind of cool that we meet once a week and get our yayas out. What's it called? What's that podcast called? It's called Logic and Laugh. Uh-huh. It's headed by Tori, Tori Stewart. I think I, I connected you with him on some level. He's looking to come down and we'll do some stuff at Scotty's. But they're all comics and they're young and I'm probably the oldest one there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there's some generational and cultural things that I don't get or that they don't get, which is kind of cool. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. It keeps, keeps me going anyway. What do you bring to the podcast? The logic or the laughter? Hopefully a little of both. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully a little of both, yeah. Well, that sounds logical. So, <laughs> how do people find you out there on the internet, on social media? I think you've got a YouTube channel. YouTube channel, Donna Lloyd Comedy, on the social media. I'm not on Instagram. Um, I am on TikTok. I think it's called Aunt Donna Knows, although I don't manage those things. Uh -huh. I'm not too tech savvy, so I have people that do those things for me. What about Facebook, though? Yes, I have that. Donna Just Lloyd Donna Lloyd. Comedy. You'll see it. Donna Lloyd Comedy. You'll see a picture of George Burns and Jack Benny, my favorite comedians of all That's time. That's right. Yes, you do see that. Yeah. Favorite comedians of all time. That's really, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty good company there. So, okay, Donna. Everybody at home is poised to watch this movie at the exact same second as we do here in the studio. We're all going to press play together. So why don't you go ahead, Donna Lloyd, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Okay, thank you. We're going to go with three, two, one, press. Oh, I'm really excited about this movie. You know, yeah. I heard about this movie because Peter uh, Aykroyd is in this. Dan Aykroyd's brother, who was right. a part of, uh, I guess, the fourth season of SNL, and then yeah. he wrote uh, theme songs, songs for his for Aykroyd's movies. Right, and he was in some of Aykroyd's movies. Uh, you might, but you make money off the songs, right? If you write the song to Loose Cannons, every time that plays, they get a little royalty check. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it can be very tiny. But if you're talking about millions, it adds up, you know. He was in The Coneheads. He was in Dr. Detroit. Um, yeah, that's so the really it. That's really, you know, they, they, were, they weren't, um, uh, they, were, they were good bro buddy, brothers, friends, right. and they co-wrote uh, screenplays together. Um, let's see. Um, Nothing but trouble in the early '90s. Peter wrote oh. the story. Dan wrote the screenplay. Um, Co-created the Canadian sci-fi show Sci Factor, which and... makes sense because Dan Aykroyd is also into like UFOs and yeah. psycho bullshit. So they must have had a charming childhood where they they uh... did uh, 88 episodes of that. And yeah, probably in their childhood, like Dan's going, "Look at that! Look what! Look up at the sky! Look at that!" He goes, "Holy crap!" It's yeah. a UFO. There must have been a bunch they of them. Must, 